Monday to the Ear Buddies Army. It's Maddie on the mic today. Maddie on a uh, sort of obviously worse mic than my normal uh, high quality production value. As you can maybe tell, Maddie's uh, Maddie's talking into his iPhone microphone, uh, making a podcast through the Voice Memo app. Isn't that special. Isn't that incredible of me that I would be willing to go so far as to record a low quality sounding, not substantive, app on my iPhone while I'm out on the road. I'll admit it. This is this one is on Maddie, guys. It's not Tim's fault. He had time this week to record and heck, I didn't have a spare hour to myself. But I'm on the road. I'm on the road and I will do anything absolutely anything to not miss a Monday. And so I'm here sitting in a car, believe it or not, uh, to bring you, the Army, the latest news from the world of music. As you may have guessed by now, and after reading the title of this ep, today's episode is about the Grammys. That's right. The Grammys are are something that we here at Ear Buddies have not covered before. We didn't cover them last year. Uh, And to be honest, I almost didn't want to cover them this year because, well, I guess I'll I'll explain why as I continue. But uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I, I hope you're excited. I hope you can muscle through the sort of ambient noise in the background. Apple does a good job with their iPhone microphones, but not, uh... Not that good. Uh, So without further ado, let's dive into our episode. Last night, music's second biggest night, second only to the Ear Buddies live episode of the Bell Mayhus. Last night at the famous and beloved Crypto.com Arena, formerly the Staples Center in South Park, Los Angeles, where communities of unhoused people have been Zambonied away to allow the rich, famous, and gifted to have a pleasant night out at the theater, the Grammys took place, the 65th annual Grammy Awards. And what a night it was! I'm sure many of you watched, I'm sure many of you followed along on Twitter. I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't watch. A, because I was, as I mentioned before, on the road. And B, because I don't like to watch the Grammys. Um, they sort of depress me. But before we get into that, uh, why not, why not a quick recap, huh? Why not? The Grammys last night were fun. They were colorful. Glitter and, uh, the Glitterati, the who's who of Hollywood and the entertainment industry, all there to celebrate each other and to celebrate the industry as a whole. The highs were high and the lows were low. Harry Styles, our friend, we remember him, he won a number of different awards. Almost too many, I'd say. Came in looking like, well, I'll say this, Harry, you have certainly dressed yourself into into a corner, buddy. You really, where do you go from here? You know, you look like a 21st century Harlequin clown, and that's fine, I know that's your thing, but 
there is no like what what other barrier here can can you break you're going to just be dressing like an acrobat for the rest of your career unless you sort of reset i i don't i'm not titillated anymore right i'm not shocked i i see harry in a jumpsuit or you know a dress made of feathers and i say eh, you know that's just a, a side note uh obviously he's very handsome and talented uh, and i guess he um had a nice time with the grammys probably deserved at least some of the praise and accolades that he was getting let's move on beyonce we know her she uh, broke a record um I'm going to be honest, didn't research too deeply into it because I don't care that much, but she ended up winning more Grammys, I think, than anybody. And to that I say, God bless. Although, although, people were upset, and I'm sure the, the wound is still raw today, that she did not win Album of the Year and in fact lost that to the aforementioned Harry Styles. Um... I don't know what to say about that. That seems like some sort of internecine fighting uh, that I I really have no... I don't have a dog in that fight. They're both very talented. I understand the race and gender issues there. But, like, Beyonce, you're doing really well, obviously, without, uh, without that win for Album of the Year. I mean, you broke... A big record, and you and you're beautiful and talented, and everyone is gonna go to your your world tour. So, I guess I'm not that concerned, and I think, I guess for the the beehive, I'll just say I think Beyonce is gonna be okay actually. So I wouldn't I wouldn't spend too much time uh, worrying about the outcome of that one. Next on the list, we have the record of the year, which went to Lizzo for about damn time. You know what? It's a great record. I get it. Um, I don't want to get into the difference between record of the year and song of the year, because again, I'm just doing this as a matter of course, and I don't want to spend my time boring you, or more importantly, boring myself. Um, Record of the year, kind of funny because, well, in a number of these categories, they had well, of course, they have, you know, Adele, Beyonce, uh, Doja Cat, Kendrick, Harry Styles, Lizzo. Those are the those are the heavy hitters, sort of in a number of categories. And then they have ABBA in a couple of them. That's fun. That's nice. But what are you going to give the award to uh, a hologram? You're not, ABBA's not getting that award. They're just in there, I guess, to, so we maintain hope in the, in the Grammy Board of Voters. Not that we have much left. But that's uh, congrats to Lizzo. She also uh, hard-launched her new boyfriend. I don't know if you guys saw that. Handsome Anne. Um, and uh, I hope that they're doing well. She seems like a lovely person. Obviously very talented. Uh, nothing really to say about that one. Um, congrats on the Grammy, Lizzo. Another big one, of course, is Song of the Year. Now, this one delights me. It really does. Uh, because... Uh, as I mentioned before, well, just moments ago, the song of the year, ha- that category has kind of the same people I mentioned. You know, it's got Lizzo, it's got Harry, it's got Beyonce, it's got Adele and Taylor Swift in this one. Nice. 
Here's here's what absolutely tickles me. Uh, in addition to sort of these luminaries, uh, A B C D E F U by Gale was a nominee. How how magical, how wonderful that the the board of voters saw fit to add this sort of brand new song that uh, isn't very good from a brand new artist that just really trended hard on TikTok to this category. It makes me think, huh, these Grammys make no sense. And (laughs) further, what what is also great is that the winner was Just Like That by Bonnie Raitt. Now, I know Bonnie Raitt. I listen to Bonnie Raitt every now and then. Um, but... How do, I, how do I say this? How do I navigate this without falling into one of the many rhetorical traps that I could fall into? You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to try. I'm not even going to give it a shot. It's a good tune. Check it out, I guess. If you haven't heard of Bonnie Raitt, you've had 40 years to hear of her, so I don't know uh, what you've been doing. But, um, yeah, check out Miss Bonnie Raitt. And now to uh, to sort of cherry-pick my way around the categories. Uh, here's an interesting one. Best Pop Duo Slash Group Performance. Um, also, there's a, an ABBA um, entry in there. But it was won by Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Now, this is a, a historical moment for the Grammys. Uh, it's the first time that a trans woman... Has, has won this award. And that is fantastic, right? Sam, uh, Kim and then Sam, uh, a non-binary person, they got the Grammy. I think that's great for the culture. I think it's sort of bad for music because it's a bad song. I, I wish that they had won for a good song. Um, but what can you do? I just... It's it's a little bit uh, off-putting, I guess, to to see the to see that painted as sort of transgressive and subversive, when in reality it is just um, propping up some really, in my opinion, in my opinion, some really bad writing and awful production. Um, but again, for me, hey, it's all about the tunes and. Um, and I, I guess I'm happy for those kids. Good job, guys. Now, of course, as we know, there are dozens of Grammy categories. Um, best opera recording, or, or I guess best classical recording, uh, best remix, um, all this kind of stuff that I think maybe they just mail you your award or, or send you like a, a telegram and say, congrats, um, your trophy will be in the mail. Um which is which is great. I, I understand that that's not necessarily mainstream enough to draw millions of viewers. Um, but guess who won producer of the year? You guys are not going to believe this. Sorry, producer of the year, non-classical. 
A guy by the name of Jack Antonoff. Look at that. All of Ear Buddy's friends and fans are coming back to win all kinds of awards. Jack, that was a shoe-in, buddy. I mean, who else do we know, right? And listen, that is part of the problem. With very few exceptions, every winner in these more visible categories... Uh, it's almost like it couldn't have gone any other way. Do you know what I mean when I say that? I mean, it's it's not that, uh, I guess, ABBA couldn't have won. And it's certainly like uh, not like Beyonce couldn't have won uh, Album of the Year. But it's just, it's ping-ponging. These awards are ping-ponging between the ten people who we just who have just a stranglehold on the industry for any particular year. No real upsets, again, in my opinion. No big uh, big surprises. Like, to give Jack Antonoff Producer of the Year, I guess he's the one we know about, right? He's the one that the, the Grammy board knows about. And it just... All of this, I must confess, rubs me like a a cat being pet backwards. And from what I can tell, it also rubs a lot of the artists like a cat being pet backwards. What I mean by this is, well, I'm, I'm sure that the army, you, the army, are culturally aware enough to know that the Grammys are a little bit of a joke, maybe a lot of a joke. Um, and there are a number of reasons why. I mean, the board is indeed uh, out of touch, ancient white men, for the most part, and they. I mean, it's sort of well documented that you can kind of, kind of trade favors a little bit and and send gift baskets and and shake hands and kiss babies to uh, offer yourself for consideration for these awards, um, but. You know, I mean, it's an it's an awards show. I don't think we have any sort of delusions that it is purely on the basis of merit and songcraft and uh, performance. But my thing here is, again, I don't have a dog in the exact fight that these artists uh, have their dogs in, because. You'll often see, I mean, kind of every year around Grammy nomination season, there are artists who get mad. And the reason they're mad isn't because they have some sort of issue with the, uh, the overbearing, overlying, overbearing, overlying structure of the Grammys. The reason they're mad is because they didn't get nominated. And that doesn't seem to me, like, the most intellectually honest criticism, because you have people like, uh, let's see, like, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, and, uh, Lil Wayne years back, uh, The Weeknd, our friend The Weeknd, Drake, like, these are people who, at one point or another, thought that they would be nominated, wanted to be nominated, and realized that they hadn't been, and then they get mad. Then they get all sour grapes and say, oh, the Grammys are stupid and and no one cool ever goes to the Grammys and, and I don't want to play this game anymore. 
I think that's all fair, but you know, you're coming from a, a place where you've already lost. So, what sort of um, what sort of credibility can we, as the listening public, give you there? You know what I mean? It's just it doesn't really seem like they have a problem with the Grammys. They just wanted to win. That's a bit reductive, but I think it's sort of fair. However, my problem with the Grammys is that they're they're just so worthless. Everyone, I feel like, sort of gets this. And again, award shows are never uh, going to be, you know, they're never really celebrating the correct things. And obviously, it's sort of a masturbatory event for the industry to pat themselves and each other on the back and, and dress up and get their red carpet picks. I get that. Fine. That's how the world goes around, and I'm not going to fight it. But at this point, with the Grammys in particular, it just feels like there's... They're, they're sleepwalking through this. Are they not? I mean, they're picking just the obvious choices and giving them the obvious awards, and it adds so little to the culture. All it does is is give everyone, I guess, a nice night in front of their televisions or, you know, also on the internet so that they can live tweet it. Sort of a, a thing of the past in many ways, a relic. And so that they can um, log their opinions with their peers and be upset. And it really is just sort of outrage bait at its worst. Well, maybe not at its worst. There's worse stuff. But it's outrage bait, and, and we love to just take that bait. We are like pigs to the trough. We are like lambs to the slaughter. And that, I think, rightfully annoys me. I, I understand that the spectacle and the emotional manipulation of the Grammys is part and parcel, if not the heart of the entertainment industry. I'm not a spring chicken. I get that. But I just, I don't see the point. I don't see who this is really celebrating or more who it's um, elevating, right? Like, these are not artists who uh, we don't know about. These are you know, like I said, the top ten most famous artists in the industry coming together just to just to trade different awards back and forth. But you know, I I sit there and I scroll through Twitter and I see some clips and I have to sort of sit back on my haunches and think, Maddie, are you doing that thing that you try not to do, where you're just being an old man yelling at clouds. Like, isn't it fine that everyone's getting dressed up and looking nice and going to the crypto.com arena? Or for us at home, just, you know, turning on the boob tube and having some popcorn and some red wine and watching these fabulous people get their awards? Like, it, Perhaps there's there's nothing more to it than spectacle. And that's 
that's fine, right? But I just, I think it's so indicative of a much more uh, insidious and annoying problem in the music industry as a whole. Because, I mean, the Grammys are corrupt. I mean, that's the word. To, you know, to his credit, our friend The Weeknd, uh, after he got mad at them when, when his album was the biggest seller of, what, 2020, and he tweeted that there needed to be more transparency, they did ultimately end up, well, allegedly, reportedly, ending their secret committees um, that, you know, sort of um, gave preference to certain artists for, you know, using metrics that were not <clears throat> not about the tunes. Um, but they're, they're still corrupt, and they're still, um, they're still terrible. And, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to say this always, but Maddie doesn't have a solution for this one. Like, it seems like it's sort of just the way things are, um, in sort of a, a dismal American political way, like, it's just, that's how it is. The public basically knows this. I mean, most people aren't really fooled by award shows. At least, you know, the army, I know, isn't, isn't fooled. You guys are plugged in and, and turned on. Uh, and, and the artists know it themselves. And it's just this pageantry that uh, you participate in if you can... And even if you are mad at the Grammys, like, you want an invite, do you not? I mean, I would I would like to be invited, if nothing else. I, I think it would be cool to be invited and not go, but I do want the invite. I try, of course, especially in this season, to look for, you know, the the hopeful aspects of this and, and to try and be excited about, you know, the future of music in general. Uh, and, I mean... You know, af- sort of after the the weekend thing a few years ago, they added the uh, you know category for best global music performance and best Latin urban music album, um, which is good. I mean, I think it's a, a net positive, but it's just it's just sort of you know virtue signaling, I guess, at that point because there's nothing. I mean. <sighs> There's nothing really new under the sun when it comes to that. I do... Here's what I'll say. Okay. I do get... I do have some hope when I just see, you know, that I guess we're still putting millions of dollars into bringing people music in a very sort of uh, corporate and corrupt and, and um, impure way. But my, I'm really, I'm really fishing here, casting about in my in the recesses of my brain for a positive development or a positive takeaway from this. And I guess it's that people love music, right? I mean, it's it's great <laughs> on a macro scale that people are so excited about the tunes and then the performers and the artistry such as it is that we will uh we will watch the whole thing and and we will uh 
comment and, and get invested and get engaged and uh, get excited about these artists, even though they are, you know, all monoliths and even though it is really reflective of sort of a lot of the worst of American culture. But I can't go down that road, can I? I, I have to stay positive. I have to... I have to stay thrilled that a woman of the caliber and notoriety of Dr. Jill Biden, wife of President Joseph Robinette Biden and uh, former owner of Major Biden, that she was there at the Grammys, got a standing ovation just for, just for showing up, um, and presented some sort of award. Dr. Jill, she's always loved music. She loves Bad Bunny. She loves Bad Baby. She loves to bring the tunes to the masses. Um, you know, they got they got the super fans from each artist for album of the year to you know to to present. That's nice. I mean, they're doing some more little tricks and stuff that are designed to make us watch and listen. And you know, I guess I guess if you've never heard of Lizzo and you watched the Grammys last night and now you know she won uh record of the year, great. Now you know about Lizzo. Uh I just I just don't know if that's the case as much as we would like it to be and <clears throat> I also think that Harry Styles should take a brief hiatus you know what let me let me take the end of this of my little segment here and just speak directly to Harry Harry you are talented you're gifted and talented and you have a lot going for you you've got a beautiful wardrobe a beautiful girlfriend I believe still uh, a decent voice a lovely face and I think the best thing that you could do for your career is to sort of be a little bit more like let's say Frank Ocean or Rihanna. You are saturating the market now in a way that is not sustainable. You narrowly dodged, um, well, you missed the worst of it, the public bash backlash about um, your role in Don't Worry Darling. I would, I would take that mulligan and run with it if I were you, Harry. I think that especially after your your showing last night what more can you do right now that's my question you have worn every outfit in Gucci's closet you've won all kinds of awards you've made a lot of people happy and a lot of people upset take a beat go to your home in England, perhaps. Go back to, to your sister and your mom. Hang out with them. Make some, make some biscuits and some flapjacks. And just, just cool it for a second. Because people love you. 
But no matter how loved you are, you cannot uh, expect to continue at the velocity and at the height that you've been flying without flying too close to the sun. It's simply impossible. I, I bet, I bet that if you said, I'm going into hibernation for six months, and you came out with maybe a new look, a new vibe, a new single that wasn't the exact same thing as kind of you've been doing, people would eat it up and you would have a long-lasting career. But right now, you're burning the candle at both ends, buddy, and we can tell. Uh, We love you, obviously, but for your own health and safety and the longevity of your career, I I would just say relax for a minute. Not that we don't want to see you, not that we don't love you, but there's just too much of you uh, to go around right now. Yes, that is what I meant. There's too much of you to go around. So, uh, folks, my friends, my One Nation Army, well, I guess it might be a Seven Nation Army. We were in seven countries last year, according to our Spotify rap. The Ear Buddies Army, I, I thank you, as always, for listening. I hope that some of what I've said today has touched a nerve in a positive or negative way, um, maybe sparked some conversation around the dinner table with your family, um, and I, I just want you all to know that I am here always, and, and Tim is here, Tim is here, again, not his fault that he is not uh, in conversation with me right now, That's that one's on Maddie. Uh, we are here as defenders of tunes and defenders and champions of the best that music has to offer we didn't see it last night uh we're not going to at the grammys that's just how that's just the way the world goes man um but i i implore you to turn in to turn in to tune in sorry next week next monday because we'll have another exciting episode for you And the one thing I know about your buddies is that we will never miss a Monday. I'll talk to you later, folks. Mm